0: You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network. Talent driven, FCC free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The voices of Kansas City, unfiltered. of the tailgate podcast i'm aaron joined by ty and duncan as always and we are at the official start of the longest off season in the history of western civilization i guess i guess we just had covid year last year so well, waiting for anything just seems not that bad anymore
1: as you say we actually got to watch sports the last several months yeah and uh, we get sports the next couple months. That was, that was when it was just like, ooh, this really good game is coming on ESPN Classic. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't wait to watch that.
2: Duncan, yeah. that was when we were watching marble videos for fun and picking the winners of the colors. Why do you? Uh, marble marble racing is mine. No, it wasn't. Yes, you were it was. Roller, do, right? you owe,
0: huh? do, do you own any marble racing merchandise? I do. I don't. Uh, get on my I level. do not. I don't. Get on my level.
2: I was all about the uh, Raspberry Racers. So was yeah. I. I have a Raspberry yeah, Racers no. t-shirt. Oh, no, no, I was Rojo Rollers. That's what it was.
0: Yeah, Raspberry Racers are better.
2: Savage Speeders. Savage.
0: He just made that one up.
2: Yeah, I did not make that one up. Go yeah. double-check it. Jelly's uh, so. Marble Run is really, really huh? great whenever you are uh, don't have any sports, and then you start cheering for marbles rolling through sand and doing Winter Olympic-style stuff in Olympic-style But there's a sports. cool marble
0: crowd, so it
2: right. yeah. all works.
0: Duncan's lost right now. So during the COVID- no, now I'm just thinking <laughs> about marbles and, and think, I'm trying to remember where the hell my marble collection is. you have a marble collection?
1: I did at one point a pretty pretty sweet one. I had Pogs somewhere in my house.
0: I had those too. Nineties kids, man, right? Nineties kids. Um, but yeah, so we're entering the long football off season. Basketball's before the All Star game. Hockey's before the All Star game. Baseball hasn't started yet quite like so close. really started so it's close. so this is the roughest time of the year to be a sports fan in my opinion because you don't really know anything about your teams that are playing mm. yet and uh what you do know could be undone mm. in a moment right because a lot of things can happen in those sports
2: you only know when you know yeah the ol- The yep. only thing that is kind of starting to get toward that end and the finish goal or the finish line is in sight is college basketball and even then it, this it changes so much in the next month month and a half to Tournament time to everything, mm-hmm. so it's just. But Aaron and I were percent. just talking
0: beforehand. Duke is right back all of a sudden in
1: the yeah. tournament yeah. projections. So. Four
0: in a row, they've yeah. beaten a top ten team in their last couple games. They're playing better basketball since. I want to say it's Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. The kid's name. Jalen Johnson or Jalen Green? I
1: can't remember which. In the article, an article G- I read, there was a G- there was two different Jalen's, yeah. and I was like, well, Jaylen this is Green's confusing. Green's playing
0: in the G League this year. He was okay, so guy. it's Jalen Johnson then, yeah.
1: but a, a projected lottery pick, and yep. he was their highest rated recruit. Yep. And, yeah, he takes off, and all of a sudden they also take off.
0: Yeah, they beat the crap out of uh, Syracuse last night. Yeah, Beheim was not happy. I bet. Yeah, they, they, they got <laughs> which to is always entertaining. KUs kind of surging a little bit here. And that, nah, I wouldn't call it surging. I, I mean, they're... Not that I'm biased so or anything. He is very biased. I mean, they beat the very other bad. team in the state, which they, they're bad. So. Yeah, everybody yeah. <laughs> except for
1: the, the other team in the other state that's north of us that you care more about has beaten us so another team like every other team in our own state has beaten us including fort hayes okay so we're the third best team in kansas and we haven't even played actually we haven't played wichita state so i'm going to say we're the fourth best team in kansas yeah i bet wichita
0: actually wichita state's pretty good this year no that's what i'm saying they would beat us so we're probably the fourth best team in kansas Fort Hayes State might beat you. No, they not, already no, did beat us. I, I think they might. Why smoke. you? Why you got a rehash, hash, man? <laughs> that, <smoke. laughs> that was cold. Pitt State will probably beat you guys too. That was cold. I
1: don't know. No, nah, not at this point. <laughs> I say that it's a Bruce Weber coach team. <laughs>
0: yeah, you just never know. <laughs> um, you
1: only know when you know. In this case, I know, and I what I know is what I don't
0: want to know, and I'm really sad that I <laughs> you don't know now. You know, <laughs> knowledge so, is not power. <laughs> Ty is the only. Well, I shouldn't say the only one. I I'm still a believer in the Iowa team, but. Uh, Ty's team is top fifteen, aren't
1: they? The top Eleven seven now. Oh yeah, they jumped up. To I was going yeah, to say top ten, but I didn't. You know, yeah, the
0: Big Ten has four top seven teams. Ooh, again. they're ranked number seven, but I don't
2: believe in them. Oh, uh, last week was fun because we had three, four, five, well, and we like had four out of six. I know. I'm we just had the fantastic three dinner. four matchup. Oh, Michigan, Ohio State, rivalry day happened to be on the baby shower day. Um, really good game. Impressive one. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was close, and then Michigan just. Yeah, they gave, got you, them in a, the end. gave you guys all they had, and. Stuck
0: with it, and
2: yeah, uh, it's really good to see a team that takes twenty three days off because of uh, COVID protocol. Where basically the entire athletic department was shut down. Yeah, that's right. And then come back and just uh, yeah. drop fourteen on a lazy game to Wisconsin, um, but then come fighting back and then win that game I by say eight. It's
0: a lazy game. was probably just a rust game.
2: Yeah, it was a rust game. Yeah, yeah, you know. But it was like you drop fourteen points to Wisconsin, and then you just be like, "Now nah, we got it. Come back and make a solid win." And then you take number. You know, you take a good Ohio State team. To the end, and I mean, they, Washington to uh, Washington to Liddell was insane. I was saying at the end of this weekend where I think that the second best big man in the uh, Big Ten is might be Liddell, honestly. Uh, just because the way that he, he was just deep from three, just consistent. And I then, think a lot of people still would take Kofi Coburn. Right. Um,
0: but Liddell's right there. He's yeah. averaging 15 and a half a game. Yeah. Um, Obviously, number one at the top is your boy, Luka. the Peacock. Yeah, with the Peacock Phi, uh, Luca took the all-time leading scorer in Iowa history this weekend um, and scored 23 points, which was the jersey number of Roy Marble, who was the previous holder, mm. uh, who passed away in 2015. His son played at Iowa and knows Luca through mutual teammates. Mm. Uh, but it was a really cool moment because, I mean, Roy meant a lot to the program, and Luca worked his ass off, and it's yeah. not always – Pretty, but you won't see a player work harder than that kid. And so he yeah. deserves it. Hell of, a, hell of a player, and man, this Big Ten tournament is about to be for really fun. Yeah, I I really can't wait. This, I mean, like I said, Michigan got 23 days off, uh, so they haven't really played the full conference schedule like the other teams. So, not saying that I don't not a believer. You guys had just had a very impressive win, but. I, I'm, I mean, I've made my they opinion. haven't faced the adversity, I think, yeah. of having to play multiple games. Yeah. Uh,
2: and, I, and, and I do. I, I love this Michigan team, but it was one of the things that I said coming back where it's like, I just don't know what's going to happen yeah. because, A, rusty, but they seem to be shaking that off. But then also in the same fact, like you said, we haven't played – we've played a lot of games and we've played a lot of top teams when we, when we have played, but it's like we haven't played it consistently back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Right. So it's going to be something different when you have to, you know, perform day in, day out instead of just waiting, like, a week and a half to play one game and then just, you know, solid game plan them and just, you know, run your game. Yeah. Or instead of, you know,
1: <clears throat> running only eight, nine guys in your – road like, when yeah. – you, you can't run your full rotation out there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what a lot of these teams have had to deal with and still play in their schedules. So right. yeah. You know, it's two different ways to get there. You know, right. yeah. Yay college basketball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about to – just a few weeks away from the tournaments that we didn't get last year and – uh, just getting out of this COVID season, over yeah. over the COVID ball. Uh, it's just there's a lot of things like just be, thinking about like Luca not getting being able to break that record with any fans in attendance and like everything mm. going on like without fans there. It's just things are annoying. On. Yeah, it's just it's a, annoying and it puts a damper on like some major milestones that these teams could be making. Right. Um. But Big Ten is going. Most likely have two top, top uh, yeah, number one seeds. W- number one seeds. Uh, obviously, Gonzaga is most likely going to take the number one overall seed, barring a Baylor collapse. As well, be. Yeah, Baylor's going to be the the number two overall. Top, yeah, of the what, one seeds. But
2: I mean, we also if we also want to talk about COVID, I mean, we also could mention the fact that Baylor they Baylor, do look really really good, but yeah. they've also had some time off because of mm-hmm. COVID and haven't really played some full games as well. So we'll see what happens yeah. down the stretch because, I mean, you can still, I mean. Teams wake up in the Big 12, you know, for games. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, who's mm-hmm. to say that, you know, KU doesn't like that they got, you know. Certain teams play better pressure. in Kansas yeah. City than they. Yeah. One on through
1: course. seven in the Big 12 is pretty stacked. Right. So, I mean, that's, you're, you're going to get set. Well, Oklahoma State won't be in the tournament because of yeah. other circumstances. Yeah. But, you know, the self-imposed sanctions. But you're still, it that's,
0: it really sucks because that was going to be a country, fun team mean, to watch. Yep. Top player in the country and he can't even play in the postseason. Yes. So that just sucks. But the
1: other six teams are all worthy of being four seats or higher. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and a couple of them, they were obviously a one. The others, you got two or three other teams that are borderline twos mm-hmm. and threes. So there's a lot of – the the Big 12, yeah, the bottom sellers are real bad bottom sellers. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, – or bottom uh, – seller dwellers, sorry. Seller dwellers. Thank you. Bottom sellers, bottom, bottom dwellers, seller dwellers. dwellers. <laughs> Words, folks. Words. Learn about them. That's what school is for. Words are fun. Um – but yeah, it's uh, the top of the Big Twelve. That's that's you know to the point with the Big Ten tournament's gonna be fun. I think the Big Twelves tournament's gonna be a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's KU is kind of looking a little bit better. And they they've been playing some of their best basketball of late. You, I was surprised that they handled uh, who was that uh, Tech Tech the other yeah. day the, the way that they did. Mm-hmm. And so I mean because Tech had been running pretty pretty solidly of late as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. West Virginia strong. Texas is strong. Texas has swooned slightly.
0: but I've seen people say that West Virginia might overall be one of the, like, the most talented team in the Big 12, <clears throat> just they're a little bit younger. and mm-hmm. Trying to we'll try put it all to get, together. Yeah, and you know how they play on the defensive end. So, I mean, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. Um, I mean, Huggins is a great coach. hmm Great coach. Huggins yeah. is a superb coach. Oklahoma's mm-hmm. right up there, number seven in the country right now. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys have some teams like, honestly, I think you guys have more top 25 teams in the Big Ten right now.
1: Yeah, it's all—it's a very top-heavy group. Well, it's, I shouldn't even say top-heavy because it's six teams. No, yeah, but it's spread out. Six out of the ten. But, yeah, it's any of them are capable. That's one of the things about the Big Ten or the Big 12, and that's how it's been impressive, how Baylor's been able to navigate through that schedule because any, any of them could be top ten. I think all of them have been top ten at some point mm-hmm. or another between mm-hmm. Tech, Texas, West Virginia, Oklahoma – baylor and kansas yeah. well i mean we're, kansas yeah. has been the worst
2: of that bunch and mm-hmm. yeah. if that case that's a that's a damn scary conference right and i mean that's what and we're seeing the same thing with the big 10 is your your tops your elites are super elite are really great i yeah. mean yeah. that's why you're sitting there you know uh, i believe is it still three four five mm-hmm. yeah so you're sitting there three four five in the conference um with ohio state illinois and um, or sorry michigan ohio state and illinois mm-hmm. um but i mean that's that's a fun that's impressive for that but in the same fact you get to some of those middling teams and those teams down the thing like that just underperforming like the weirdest one for i guess us this year for the big 10 is uh michigan state just kind of you know they're, they're afterthought lost. i've yeah.
0: never been more under impressed with tom with, Izzo. Yeah. yeah well not with him with a yeah. tom Izzo team right like it's
2: every I, all the blue blood programs have underperformed this year and it's mm-hmm. i mean but they, uh, it seems like like we're talking about now where some of the Blue Blood programs are getting back on track. It seems like uncharacteristic. No, yeah, you watch them. They they don't do anything. Yeah, like, uncharacteristically of time, is that yeah. they are
0: not getting back on track. No. Yeah. They, like, there used to be like, a sense, even when Izzo teams were maybe not a final. Like, you could tell they're not Final Four teams, but they'll still go out, and the bulk yeah. of the Big Ten they'd beat the crap out of. Right. That's not the case this year. They they are lost on the defensive end. They mm. they don't don't do Anything in transition, they don't capitalize off of any mistakes, which is something that Michigan has been doing really well this year. Yeah, yeah, like it's kind of like
2: if there's a loose ball on the floor, odds are it's going to be Michigan's ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. Michigan State doesn't have any of that. They don't have that like standout one guy who's just like gritty, right? And going to make the the little plays and and they just those sloppy passing those inside. They
2: they create a lot of turnovers. So that's things like you don't yep. have a gritty guy that's going to keep the game moving. So
0: yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's that's college basketball though like this yeah. this year's going to be a strange one not seeing those same teams at the top that we are used to seeing mm-hmm. uh, and then the tournament's always full of upsets so yeah yeah no i mean this this year could be more than i was going to say if,
1: if there's anything that will be that will stay the same in this year it will be that we will see upsets in mm-hmm. march cuz that's right. just that's with, the name of the game man
0: with yeah. some of those unconventional teams that you don't usually see near the top of those brackets mm-hmm. being there sometimes those teams without those those experiences they don't know how to perform in those situations. Right. that's when to, the upsets are. To
1: that same token, though, a lot of the teams that do pull off these upsets are teams that have played, you know, damn near forty games in their season by sure. that point, and they're veteran groups of you know upperclassmen. Right, that could be something to consider as well. Though, to, on the flip side of that coin, is that these teams won't have that experience. These teams won't have that sure. run there. that they've had in the past, where they're yeah. able to carry momentum. Or there's just that that natural, almost like a muscle memory kind of thing, where they just know how to kick it into a gear. No mm-hmm. Maybe they won't. Maybe these other smaller schools won't have that gear going yeah. into the tournament. Yeah. Very possible. So, I so mean, I, yeah, it's yeah, definitely a little bit of both. Very interesting tournament. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like we've talked about off camera,
2: uh, just I think one of the biggest schools, and it's not a small school by any means, but uh, Mizzou is one of those ones where you just watch them play basketball and you're like, something's off here, you know, like – they're winning the games and yes, obviously we've talked to that like, you know, even when the Chiefs are playing ugly this year, they're winning games and they have the best player in sports, you yeah. know. I don't really pick one person in the lineup where it's Missouri and I'm just like that guy's better than ninety percent of the talent he plays against. But they're winning some games and they're and you know, they they basically kinda of pull it out of their ass and it did, it has a first round, first weekend loss. Team just written all over them, all yeah. over them. When they were playing their best early in the
0: season, like they looked incredible, they had went over Illinois. They instead like yeah. went over Alabama recently, but and those are two top ten teams. But yeah. they've just taken a turn where mm-hmm. they haven't looked like that that team in a while. Right. Um, I I just don't wouldn't trust them. Yeah. They played play down, down to situations. South Carolina last
2: week. They mm-hmm. you know they play down now. They now they play down to their opponents. And the one thing you can't do in the tournament is viewer a team that is so highly rated over another team. If you play down on that team, that team's gonna open that and that upset window is open. That team sees it; they take advantage of it. For sure. Whereas, like you have to have like the teams that we talk about, like being you know the generational teams, are the teams that like they never put their foot off the gas pedal. You mm-hmm. know, when uh, what was it the was it Nova? Yeah, Nova and uh, was it was it Brunson? Where 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 did Brunson go? I'm trying to think. Nova. Nova, yeah, the Brunson Nova team where it was just like from start to finish of that tournament, Nova was very rarely ever in question on whether or not they were the best team. Yeah. It's like Virginia
0: two years ago as well. Yeah. What a story that was coming back from the year before being the first one seed to lose in the first round. Yeah. Turns out something like that
1: might put a chip on
0: your shoulder. A little bit. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that 30 for 30 someday. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, But, yeah, uh, tournament, I I still really favor this Gonzaga team. I I do like Baylor, but I think this Gonzaga team has some pieces that are just – they they could run away with this, right. and I I want to see Mark Few win his first title. I mean, the at this
1: la- at this point, I want to see it. I yeah. just want to see I want to see that first undefeated national yes. champion. And, yes, and, yeah. ha- and since 1976, the Bobby mm-hmm. Knight Indiana team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: having just such a classy coach like Mark Few mm-hmm. get his first title, being that team. To go undefeated, wire to wire, maybe. and a f-
1: official coronation of him being yeah. up there with the elite coaches, where he he should be mentioned yeah, in absolutely. in that
0: same breath, but he's just yeah.
1: not. Yeah,
0: but we'll get into more of that, especially once uh, selection Sunday and all that gets a little bit closer. Um, getting into some basketball talk there, or continuing with basketball talk, but NBA, um, there have been we're near the midway point. Uh, all star games coming up. Uh, they've announced starters. And you can kind of tell who the reserves are going to be, but it's still, there's three levels of voting. So yeah.
1: I just don't think they should do. I just don't, I don't think, think they should, they should either. Um, Take the
0: break, sure. But. There's plenty of players that don't want to do it, and I think there yeah. will be, obviously, some guys that opt out of it, um, which will give opportunities to some guys who maybe deserve to be there because there's always Fair. snubs. Uh, and the latest the latest disrespect of Damon, Damian Lillard. Oh, man. man. How is he not an all-star <laughs> or an all-star starter? Yeah. Luka, or, uh, Luka, 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 Garza, uh, Luka Doncic. Damn, got... Garza really is having a hell of a year. All-star <laughs> starter while he's still in college now. Yeah. Uh, the year of the Luka. Um, but Dallas, who is one of the most disappointing teams this season, by far. Um, Luka playing well, but still not to his potential. Uh, and I've said that in the past when I said that I would take Tatum right now over Luka because of shooting percentages and everything and defense. I just don't see how you can make the case for Luka Doncic on a nine seed Damian, over Damian Lillard, who's averaging 30 a game on a five seed. Mm-hmm. Yep. 30 a game
2: with uh, CJ McCollum being out for how long now? Two or three weeks? Out.
0: Yeah, it's been a, a couple of weeks. Almost which a right now, like being out for two I weeks, you're going to miss ten games.
1: I wouldn't even weeks. say necessarily the point average during the time that McCollum has been out. It's the fact that they're still the five seed while McCollum has yes. been out.
0: Right. I mean, we've seen this with... Uh, okay. Like kind of those phenom foreign players in the past, where they get so much of the fan vote overseas from their home countries. God, uh, how many times
1: do we see Yao Ming get the top, he, be the top vote getter?
0: He, well, he was one of the top go- vote getters the year that he like had announced, like, "All right, I'm injured, I'm out, and I'm retiring after this year." Mm-hmm. He didn't even play most of the season, and he was still one of the top vote getters yeah. and voted an All Star. And I mean, we saw that with like, like honestly, with some of those players that have like the super fandoms like Kobe, mm. Kobe. And uh, up until his, e- even his last season when he was averaging like 12, 12 points a game, yeah. stuff like that was still one of the top goal getters for the all-star game.
2: <laughs> Wasn't he coming off the bench at that time too? Uh, no, no, he was no, still, no, a star, he right? was never a bench. Okay. No, I, not since his rookie year. No, I thought that, I thought that he was uh, one of those, like he was
0: hardly playing though. Cause he was yeah. in and out of being injured. Like yeah. he, he was resting a lot of games, but that's the biggest, big flaw within NBA all-star game is they, put way too much on the fan vote mm-hmm. like it.
1: And I, like, I can understand why a lot of people would think, Hey, you're putting, you're putting it in the hands of the fans. And yeah, that's cool. And all that doesn't necessarily, that means that those are the people that are deserving of
0: being there. No. So. And on, honestly, the player vote is almost worse. There was 390 players. I want to say that they said, got for, got votes this year, like 390. And most of those players, it was, uh, by, votes for themselves, or a teammate so the players aren't even taking it seriously they're like well it can affect my contract so i'm going to write my name in and hope that i catch on in one of the other votes and honestly at this
1: point it might be best if it's just something where adam silver and maybe he picks like a couple people representing the fans and a couple people like the the fan vote and a couple people representing
2: oh shit um just got breaking news: Tiger Woods was in, injured in a single car crash in L.A. It's in the hospital, extracted with the jaws of life just now. Wow. Whoa! Sorry, I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I, was yeah, just like, I was like, <laughs> I, it was my sports thing. I was like, I was like, oh, what big trade? Ha-
1: what the hell? Um, damn! Yeah. Especially after, I mean, just the news that came out with him that he's his—he he wasn't going to confirm whether or not he would be in the Masters due to the recent back surgery. Had, yeah, that's which, from what I understand, was. this back surgery—it wasn't as as uh, Deep of a process, it, or it wasn't. It wasn't as intricate of a process as some of the other back surgeries he had. Mm. It was still. He didn't know whether or not the timeline was going to. Yeah, going to work out. But
0: yeah, it's that's tough. Hope for your tiger. Yeah, it's just been a long, long process of him trying to get back into golf shape yeah. and be
1: able. Nothing to really
2: get, more news. Just that's the fact that he's been. He's that's why it was so out. cool
1: to see him win the Masters mm-hmm. two years ago. Like that was mm-hmm. I. That was one of my favorite. Sundays, of, and I, I just loved going up, you know, hanging out and watching the Masters Sundays, and yep. that one yeah. was just... Took me back, and that was, that was a lot of fun, so obviously hoping yeah. that he's going to be okay. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, but golf's better when Tiger can compete. Yep. Um, which we may never see again, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Back to All-Star. Yeah, back into <laughs> that into that talk. So, yeah, the, the big snub, obviously, Damian Lillard, yeah. uh, Luka getting in over him. Uh, on that side, I believe it was LeBron... AD, Steph, Luca, and the last one. Oh, Jokic. Um, as the starters. And then on the east side, it was. Or no, no, because the east had the only. I don't think AD is the starter. There's one other player in there besides him. Because the only. Yeah, the Nets have the only two starters. Was it Kawhi? Kawhi. Yes, you're right. Thank you. Um, and then. Uh, so, KD, KD Giannis, Giannis, Kyrie, Embiid, Embiid, and there's another guard. It's not Harden, is it? No. Oh, darn it. Bring oh, it up. Yeah. Bradley Beale. Yeah. Bradley, okay. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Bradley Beale probably is the least deserving of those. Ones. Yes. Because um, he hasn't yeah, shown points, out for every game. Yeah. The points per game are there, but clearly wants to be traded. Doesn't show He's definitely dogged it. He's dogged it at times. Yeah, I would bias, but I probably would have put Jason but, Tatum in there over him. Oh yeah,
1: but um, and it, this is and this is what I was just starting to say before the the tiger the, the Tiger Woods stuff there the tie Tiger Woods stuff there. Um, <laughs> but is that maybe it's something where Adam Silver needs to just come up with a committee to come up with the All Stars, oh, right? Yeah. Like h- him being involved in the process, and you know a couple other people in the NBA mm-hmm. office, and sure. Maybe somebody who takes into account the fan vote. Yeah, give the fans a Somebody who takes into account the player's vote. Give the fans a small amount. I would honestly do amount. like
0: a mix of media and some coaches. And media as well, yes, yeah. absolutely. Anonymous coaches, uh, just so you like, can't claim like, oh, they're biased.
2: Random uh, podcast And frankly, video. every league yeah, should. Yeah. Frankly, podcasts. every yeah. major league should. Just the tailgate? Just, <laughs> just us. <laughs> just us. We would do it. Better. Why are yeah. all the Celtics in there? Aaron? <laughs>
0: All these other guys are former Michigan player. Ty, I, <laughs> Karis LeVert, got how many first-place votes?
2: <laughs> he's, he's been injured. Yeah.
0: He's looking Why good, is though. Trey Burke your third starter? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's still cold. <laughs> he's like the eighth man on his yeah, own team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah Fine, that's the thing. Like, they want to make it fun and interactive for fans with all these yeah. all-star games and Pro Bowls and all, everything, right. but it's, it's like we they get it wrong so much, and mm-hmm. it's just so... There's so many ways to rig it on social media, that it, I don't I don't know and, the correct answer, but it's, and, this ain't it.
1: And I'll admit, last year's All Star Game was a lot more. I that was the one that I enjoyed the most, the game itself, just because when they, they instituted the uh, player draft. No, oh my gosh, what was it, the the rule that they did for the end of the game? Oh, uh, um, I can't think of the name of the rule. It's, I know the big well, three turn instead did it. of
0: instead of doing carrying over the points, they had to get to a certain. Point total. It was basically – it was just like one. whatever
1: the deficit was, they took that plus like a set number and the it's first like, team to get to that number. So it was like say, say the winning team yeah, yeah. was up – it was like 151 to 143, for example. They would then add 25 to the team that was in the lead. Right. And then whichever team – so 176 at that point. Then whichever team got to 176 won. No time limit, nothing like that. And it's, it's, I remember it was somebody who came up with this rule – and it started kinda of like the big three uh mm-hmm. for professional basketball was doing it, the, the Jay Z or not Jay Z League, the Ice Cube League. Mm-hmm. Um and uh it was it was awesome. And so I think I think LeBron's team was down to Giannis's team. they were down by like damn near twenty or something like that. They
0: came back and won. And then
1: they came back and won, yeah, and they had to put up forty something to win, whereas Giannis's team would only have had to put up twenty something. And it was actually like You saw Chris Paul getting salty, getting in somebody's face. And, like, Russell Westbrook was getting after it. And, Mm -hmm. like, these guys were actually invested down the stretch of this game. And I remember it was, I think, Kawhi and LeBron just going off against one another. Like, it was some of the most entertaining all-star basketball I've ever watched.
0: Mm -hmm. And you think about that game, obviously, like, less, about a month and a half after the uh, uh, Kobe Bryant's death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I want to say that the point, told, it was like 24, actually, because they honored Kobe with it. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It was 24 so, instead of like 25 or 20 or whatever they would have done. <clears throat> and you think of all the guys that were in that game that were f- heavily influenced by mm-hmm. Kobe. I, I just mm-hmm. feel like that game is probably going to be an outlier, even with that for- format, just because so people that's are fair. like, let's play hard for Kobe. Right. That's fair. And like, you it, it, the whole weekend was more entertaining. Yes. Uh, because of the attitude of everyone was like went in there like let's. This, I remember because it all, was it was in Chicago.
1: Different. Yep. And honestly, Chicago did a hell of a job putting together mm. the mm. whole the whole bit. And I remember they had yeah. two two charities there. Each team was playing for a charity, and they broke it down where whichever team won that given quarter that charity won that portion of the pot. okay. Or won, won, like, the pot for that quarter or something. It got contributed to their pot for that quarter. (laughs) And so, like, it was a really cool thing how they did it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely right. It probably definitely was more of an influence of of Kobe's Mm -hmm. recent death and them just wanting to do the best that they could to honor his memory in the best way that they could. And that was
2: to go out there and ball out. But still, the uh, NBA is kind of, like, the last holdout for, like, all-star games that matter that people pay attention to. Um, Hockey had its heyday. I disagree. I think it's... I think ho- I think hockey's faded a lot. Oh year. no 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 yeah! yeah I think yeah. everyone just I, I think that, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like because like the the Pro Bowl like is a joke. Is a joke. Uh, the MLB All Star Game is probably the second place I guess. On the I would list. say MLB All Star Game has,
1: has been stayed pretty
2: strong. I'd yeah, say that's the best of the All Star
1: I, Games.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, I but would like, say NBA is the best of them. Oh, see, I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoy the NBA, it's, and it might be the skill competition the around it. sport to watch, like people score a lot of points, right? In in that game. Mm-hmm. like with no defense, yeah. p- you can watch the nba all-star game and be like holy crap this is still fun because you're seeing a lot of really cool right. dunks in game that you probably wouldn't see in any other game but it's still like eh, do i really want to see these guys just like to see who can try to get to 200 yeah
2: and, no. and maybe it's We're, honestly just like, because I'm, I, like, I like hockey a lot, and it's just, like, the fact that that all- All-Star game's kind of gone downhill. You're just like, mm-hmm. like, I miss the old skills competitions. You know, I miss yeah. the, the skating around the ice to see who's the fastest, and, like, Fedorov, you know, like, when I was six, it's, like, Fedorov just, like, the, winging it, you know, and just, like, I, I the, think the these, hardest slap shot. And these like the sports are getting, like, up to, like, 120. These sports you know, failed
0: like to realize, like, these All-Star games don't do well, not because, like, they're not entertaining visually to watch necessarily. It's because fans just don't care. Right. It's, a, it's a game that doesn't matter. No matter what you throw at it, if it's not crowning a champion or can't help someone crown a championship, like they don't care.
1: Even the MLB All-Star Game, and that's where, honestly, they've done themselves a favor by staying the same, like staying true to who they are, the home run derby and the All-Star Game. Like, that's, mm-hmm. And that is something where they do it better than any other major major sports league mm-hmm. does yeah. of executing that because there is definitely a pageantry to it where, no, not a lot of people necessarily care. Are people going to watch the whole nine innings? No. But are people going to probably, sports fans, going to tune into at least a couple innings here and there or at least watch some of the, the home run
2: derby? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, fan base probably watched more of the home run derby than do the actual All-Star game. Yeah. I'd, say, I'd argue the same thing with basketball with the dunk contest. The dunk contest. One, one contest, of my yeah. favorite sports
1: memories is the Josh Hamilton, the 2008 home run derby. When mm-hmm. the, last, the last season at Yankee Stadium, when Josh Hamilton talked about how he had a dream of him winning the home run derby right. and then went out there and he didn't win the derby. But can either one of you tell me who did win that derby?
2: Was that the Guerrero a year? I can't tell you. No, that's
1: the point is nobody can remember. I did. It's Justin Morneau won it, but even Morneau came out and said afterwards and it was because Hamilton had gone off in the first two mm-hmm. rounds and hit monster numbers that crushed any other records, and he was worn out for the final. And Morneau won. And Morneau, like as he's doing his post or the, the the press conference afterwards, like. Yeah, nobody's going to remember that I won. Everybody's just going to remember what Josh did. Yeah. And I remember he hit, like, he was hitting 500-foot home runs. He was hitting home runs into the upper deck at Yankee (laughs) Stadium.
2: That's insane.
1: And that's the kind of thing is, like, the home run derby can elicit that. And not necessarily the All-Star game, but it it ties in with the All-Star game. So baseball just does it leaps and bounds better than (laughs) other
0: sports. Yeah. I would would argue that fans would probably just rather, like, don't even play the games. Just do – Skills the, yeah, the skills competitions that they
2: had—just like, yeah. do those. Yeah. Like, I mean, football had that small resurgence for a second when they did the dodgeball tournament because yeah. everyone was just like, "Hey, those are fun." Yeah. Dude, I, loved back when, to like yeah. I loved when, like the, I loved when they did the, the, club, the dashes you know? when
1: they yeah. would have the, the fastest players in football and they would yes. do like, yeah. they do like it'd be like twelve or I think like twelve or sixteen guys and. Yeah. 4 on 4 and then you're four finalists and then you your
0: winner there you is I think with all the trash talk surrounding like Tyreek Hill and some thank of Thank you. players that Thank you. To
1: see that. Get, yeah, we love yeah. Get Scotty Miller out there. The get Tyreek Hill out there. Right, right absolutely. Now.
2: I mean cuz like I love that part of the like, the the, you know, the quarterback weekend and then just in there and just seeing who could throw the who could yeah. throw the furthest. You know. And it's just like you just see them like they have to hit that small little thing so they have to have at least some mm-hmm. accuracy so they can't, you know, Kyle Bowler it um and just like Just there you go.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd love to see that, but uh, like I said it's just the fans don't care enough about the game. So yeah, yeah. Um, especially in a COVID year, we're like, just give us a real football, give mm-hmm. us a real basketball, whatever. But I wanted to get into. Um, – has been some disappointing teams so far. Uh, obviously, a few of them more likely to turn around than others. But when you look at the standings, everybody's still obviously. It's only halfway through the season, but everyone's still pretty much within 10 games top to bottom in the standings on in both conferences. But five teams that I think are the most disappointing overall, when you think of expectations or perceived expectations, given their off seasons are uh, Boston, Miami, Atlanta, Denver, and Dallas. Um, Boston's a six seed in the East right now. uh, Miami a 10 Atlanta, 11, um, Denver is a seven and Dallas is a nine. Obviously a couple teams there that could play their way into the play thing that they're keeping around, uh, which I think is awesome. I think it's awesome. Pretty cool basketball before the mm. playoffs even started last year because of that. Um, but obviously Boston dealing with injuries, um, Miami, same thing. Jimmy Butler sat out a little while. Atlanta had all this talk because of the off season they had bringing in a bunch of players, but I said from the start, the defense is bad, and it's costing them a lot of games. Mm-hmm. They're playing very similarly to what Washington was last year, where they were just scoring 140 points, but they couldn't score, yeah. couldn't stop anyone. But,
2: but every game's 143 to 141.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that. like A lot of close, high-scoring games, and they're even beating some really good teams along the way that just can't string together multiple wins in a row. And, yeah, I just until they get a defensive stopper on that team, I just can't see that improving. So this is kind of like a wash season for them. They could, like I said, they could make a play for the eight seed, but who cares? You're going to run into Philly or Brooklyn and mm. get washed out of the first round, most likely. Um, and like in Miami being the finals team last year, granted they were bad two-thirds of last year and benefited from the COVID uh, stoppage, but that's a team that made a finals and won a game against a very mm. good Championship team and we thought like, hey, they'll maybe get a little bit healthy and they haven't been able to yet. So the East, the East is interesting because you have the Knicks and Chicago in the top eight right now, and I don't see either of those teams being a playoff no. team. But right now, I would even put Charlotte in most likely ahead of. I mean, obviously they're ahead of them in the standings, but only by like one in one game. Uh, but I. With how they played, I would think Charlotte can make the playoffs more so than Atlanta, which is crazy given the firepower that Atlanta has.
1: Well, Lamelo Ball has just—he's elevated that team. So, so it's Gordon
0: Hayward playing his best yeah. basketball since he played since Utah. Mm. Uh, That's saying something. He played some good basketball in Boston, but he's—he yeah. looks like his old self, and I'm happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two guys, honestly, on that team that left Boston and are playing great basketball now are him and Terry Rozier. Rosier just hit that game out the other day. Yeah. And he's yeah. done that a few times this year. He's I mean,
2: Malik Monk's been pretty solid on the team, and uh, but, but, uh, the fun connection for like two weeks ago was Monte Graham. Yeah, too. was uh, Bridges and Bridges. Uh, Bridges is fun. yeah, yeah. M- Melo to Bridges became like one of the things they're like, could we be seeing this like Lob City like 2.0 coming through yeah. like yeah. this? And it'd be fun. I mean, I mean, it. it I do recommend because I mean, I've only seen like three or four games, with, especially with like Lamelo and uh, the Hayward, but it's it's been fun. It's been a really good game every time.
0: They're gonna yeah. have to figure out their ball handlers long term because they have way too many of them. But mm. they are a very fun team. They play with good energy. Um, the players there, you can tell, just like each other too. Yeah. Like, and you know, like that was a big issue with Terry Rozier. He didn't like his role in Boston. He thought he could, thought he could be the starter, and he's proven it this year that he was right. Mm. But he just needed a little bit more time. But
1: did, did Michael did Michael Jordan actually nail a lottery pick? <laughs> he might have. Maybe. Like, did, did he actually – did he do it? <laughs>
2: so you're saying this team isn't
0: attacked right off <laughs> I mean, it is. But, uh, yeah, he – I mean, yeah, I, Blomelo, w- It was a case where, like, a lot of people, because of the name and because of the stigma around – because of his dad and the process of with his brother, like mm. – they ignored how good he was. Yeah. He was playing great basketball in one of the top leagues in the country at a pro level at 17, Right, similar to, like, what Luka was doing, a little lesser extent, obviously. Mm-hmm. Luka was scoring, like, 30 a game in the second-best league in the world. But, like, people wanted to ignore how good of a player he was. And, I mean, for Jordan to nail that pick, that's, that's great. He still has way more misses than he has. He does, makes. but I'm just saying maybe
1: things are turning a corner.
0: Well, they thought that with Kemba too, and like he—that's he, true. He has his makes. I, I'm not going to believe it though until he builds a winner. <coughs> That's true. Um, Kemba finally comes just saying back this. And this hit. team, the yeah.
1: Hornets, are definitely in, in the best position they've been in in mm-hmm. a while. Right.
0: Yes. Uh, and I, I love to watch them. They're they're just fun. Um, but getting to the West Side, West Side, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> um, all right. The, the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> Is that bad? Like, no. no. No, it was just dumb. <laughs> just <laughs> one of us actually other, said it. <laughs> the other side of the uh, Luca um, trey Young trade, both in their second year, or third, third, be third year. Third year. God, time flies. Um, also struggling. Yep. And now Porzingis is on the trade block. And they Isn't push- Luca in his fourth year now? No.
1: There, there is one thing about that. trade. Wasn't trait, he drafted in like... no, eighteen?
2: Oh wait, third never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's there, there is one thing about that trade that I don't like, and that's Trey Young's hair. But that's I don't know what's going on with that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, I, even I was like, thinking that the other day. Like, and watch, I usually don't care about uh, stuff like that. Geez. But what? What is that? That looks like. It looks like they like found some homeless dude that was like kind of skinny outside the outside the arena, and they were like, I was "Hey, can gonna, you play like basketball?" Baby I was gonna yeah. say that looks like you know when like a sixty-five or like a
1: sixty-five, seventy-year-old woman takes off her wig, and that's the hair that's that that's her real hair. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, anyone, sorry, of young. Trey Young, please just get that sh- shit figured out, dude. Like, I don't know how you. F- just and I'm not saying out. that all sixty-five no, and seventy-year-old women
1: wear wigs. I'm just saying like <laughs> what we see in. When they do, when they look
2: like Trey yeah.
0: sir. No, there's a actually I know for a fact I sent it to Ty a long time ago. There's like a baby on a Huggies patch looks package like that young. looks just like Trey Young. I'll show you after the show. I, I know, know what you're know, talking I'm about. Yeah, yeah. That I still have it on my phone, but yeah, it's just weird. Uh, it I don't gets get commented on about once a game if you watch their games, yeah. but it's it's a yeah. He has the weirdest hair. It ain't since. good. It ain't good. <laughs> he said he likes his hair though, so good for him. Yeah. Um, well, no. One you know else what? Does. If you're
1: comfortable with yourself, then who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hair shaming. That goes for Trey Young. That tailgate. goes for any ladies, old ladies, whether they wear wigs yep. or not. So. Yep. Wear that wig. You do you.
0: Just, just don't take off your wig in front of me. Or Duncan's uncomfortable. No, I don't care if you do. I'm just saying that's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Dallas. Another another situation where I just don't feel like they have enough defense. Hmm. Um, a lot of good shooters on their team. Um, Porzingis has flashes of looking like his old self,
2: and then yeah, a lot of... Hardaway yeah. looks good off the bench, but, I mean, he's just another shooter. Yep. Homer mm-hmm. over here benching in the Michigan. So, yeah, yep, of course. Let's yep. talk about Indiana so we can talk about Karis Lavert a little bit. Yep, let's do it. <laughs> Trey Burke's on that roster, too? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Where's Glen Robinson
0: the now? <laughs> I don't know. You know nobody knows. Uh, but yeah,
1: where's Duncan Robinson?
2: Duncan Robinson's in Miami. Yeah, you know? yeah, he is. Yeah, he just figuring him out. Duncan, though, so. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, he, uh, he definitely kind of had that like nice little run, nice little flash, you know. And he does obviously is a nice nice contributor off the bench.
0: You know, it's one of the funnier uh, storylines to look back on now. It doesn't have to do with Dun- Duncan Robinson, but his teammate. Uh, do you know why Miami Heat don't have James Harden right now? Because they wouldn't include Tyler Hero in the trade. Ooh. <laughs> Think about where they could be. Like, with how well in a change of scenery. And that was a place where Harden said go. he wanted,
2: would play. That was, I, like,
0: the leading candidate for a long time. <laughs> I mean, the strip well, clubs
2: down there are apparently pretty nice.
0: Incredible strip clubs. Yeah. But look at how Harden's played, um, even with Durant and Kyrie out at times. Like he's yeah. been winning games for them. Uh, imagine him and Jimmy Butler. God, no, that'd be insane. Jimmy, him, Jimmy G, or Jimmy G. Jimmy G. God, I can't. I can't Somebody's speak phone him just, him just vibrated. Got excited at the mention uh, of that. Jeez. Right here or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Imagine that team with. That'd be insane. Uh, James Harden. Did you go by Jimmy Harden? So we have Jimmy. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy, Jimmy <laughs> and then they have to go
1: get t- then they have to go get Hardaway, so they can have Timmy Hardaway too. Jimmy, Jimmy, and Timmy. <laughs>
0: it's the Jimmy, are Jimmy, Jimmy are Timmy roster. Way. Why are we this way? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I our parents. God. I do too. Yeah. Why'd you raise such weird kids?
2: Hi, yeah. mom. Hi, dad. <laughs>
0: Hi, dad.
1: You know what you did, mom. You know what you did. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that's something to look back on and be
2: like, yeah, you
0: guys, fu- you guys messed up there. Yeah, we don't mean that actually. We're
2: very grateful. <laughs> yeah, not the parents. The uh, trade. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, I mean, sad they, uh,
1: they wanted their hero. Guess. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, the uh, NBA, though, it's been fun. I I've can been. I've been. Be
0: your hero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can kiss away the pain. All right, we're we'll no, going off the, the, go off the, the rails. <laughs> we're going singing Enrique. Uh, yeah, we are singing Enrique. I in will in the stand by you forever. So just finish it.
2: Nope. You can take my breath away. All right. Um, That's
1: why he didn't finish it. It took his <laughs> breath away.
2: <laughs> no, COVID took my breath away. That was, uh, that, was, uh, that, that, was that was definitely what happened. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was your taste. Yeah. And smell It would taste and smell and then walk up the stairs <laughs> and being winded after doing laundry. explains launches. why you're a <laughs> Michigan fan. Would you dance if I asked you to dance? No.
0: <laughs> damn. Never. God damn it. <laughs> Would
1: you so really off the rails.
0: Anyway. Never, uh,
1: back, this off the rails segment brought to you
0: by. <laughs> the last team, Denver. Obviously, there's. Uh, sorry. Right back into it. Uh, well Denver, Ooh, That was yes. good. That was, that was good. Course correction. Seven seed. Let's talk about some Um picks. After how they played last year in the playoffs, especially. I mean, they knocked off Utah, who's the number one seed this year. Uh, went head to head with the Lakers. Obviously, everybody lost. At least, or nobody won more than one game against the Lakers last off season. Um, so, not, can't really knock them for that. But yep. they had a great postseason. Uh, the bubble, they were incredible. Um, and just for having an MVP candidate and Jokic, and I mean Murray's getting going again after sl- I was slow. Say, start. yep. Uh, it's just tough seeing them even below San Antonio. Like, yeah, I feel like they played better than that. But there they are in the standings right down there. with God, it's, Golden kind of State. You, it's just the team that won't quit. Well, I mean, no, they I mean, they deal with like the small.
2: Off, yep. And, they deal with like the small injury issues that they have yeah. with, you know, like Barton being sideline for a couple games and yeah. coming back. And then also just like as horrible, like the one thing that's like glaring on this team that I just see like time and time again is honestly Michael Porter Jr like he just doesn't play defense at all and he doesn't make shots now so he's just kind of a useless player and all player of a sudden now that he's
1: become now that he's he's had his moments in the NBA now he's got is too big for his britches now he thinks you know he's going to go out there and be the best player on the court any given night it's like yeah mm-hmm. best player on the court also
0: plays defense bro right yeah and you're not the be- you're the th- like at at your best you could be the third best player on this team yeah I don't think he's passing. I would say yeah.
1: second at his best, he could be the second best. But I don't but know, I don't think, think. I, don't, Jokic I don't think Jokic is Murray the best player any given Malmari. night on the court. But I mean, Porter Jr. has the ability, yeah. and so at his best, he can be the second best player. But yeah. that also that would require Murray not to be at his
0: best. I'm, I'm more down. Yeah, I'm more down on Porter mm. than probably I've ever been. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just don't see him ever passing Murray as the second best. No, player that team, ever. Yeah, he's um, also just
2: kind of getting to that thing where he like. Like he doesn't want to accept the role that he's in currently, and it takes a strong teammate like Jokic to like put him back in that place. Like I mentioned it, I think last week on the podcast where it was like um, Michael Porter was sitting there being like, "Give me the ball, give me the ball," and like Jokic, later on the court, was like, "You haven't made a shot all night, bro." Like literally, yeah, was like, "This is, this is my yeah. time." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Another narrative, like random narratives I want to bring like that I hate is the forced narratives that the media creates with the NBA. Like we're having such a fun year of like, having, finally having something different. We have two big men leading the MVP debate. There le- would the legitimate MVP MB- MVP debate, mm. but who does the actual worthy, who's deserving right. of being MVP. You look at what Jokic is doing statistically and where I, th- I think they'll end up being in the top four when it's all said and done as far as like standings in the West. But you look at what Jokic is doing statistically and then, on the other side, you have the top seed, Philly, who Embiid. has Embiid yeah. playing his best basketball of his career.
1: Definitively now, when it's been like, oh, who, who should they keep and who mm-hmm. should they get rid of between him and Simmons? Yeah, you keep Embiid now. Right. That guy I is absolutely. the anchor of that team.
0: Yeah. And if, honestly, if you figure out how to play them together, just, just keep them together. Like, now that Simmons isn't their starting point guard, yeah. like, they've they have an identity where yep. they're not just like running out like, oh, we'll maybe throw out four big men at once. It's just like, God, you're, you're forcing Ugh. to these lineups to try to happen. That shouldn't happen. And now that they have a balanced roster, it's, it's helping them with their identity overall. And Doc's the, Doc Rivers. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Doc's the perfect coach to manage those type of guys. Um, but there's the forced narrative that LeBron needs to be, Right there with them in the MVP debate, and it bugs me. I'm sorry. It last year it bugged me because he wasn't the top scorer or rebounder on his team for the first time in a long time, and they still said he should be in the MVP debate. And I mean, even a guy who was a homegrown guy with my team, Kendrick Perkins, was the biggest guy, uh, and still is one of the biggest guys uh, throwing LeBron out there as sh- should be leading the charge and the MVP yeah. debate. And I'm just like, honestly, like, I wouldn't really put him even ahead of KD for what Brooklyn's mm-hmm. been doing when he's been on the floor. Like, hmm. it just sucks. I I just want <laughs> that narrative to be over. Right. like If he deserves it, that's great. But, like, LeBron's playing great basketball, but he's not playing better basketball than Jokic and beat. Right. And, I mean, we see it in every sport. Like, uh, even when... In football, they'll try to force a name in there midway through the season. Like, there was a point where they were like, oh, Brady this is the MVP. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's not ahead of Rodgers. He's not ahead of Pat Mahomes. He's not ahead of Josh Allen. Right. I mean, arguably wasn't ahead of Travis Kelsey at any point. Right. If you, but certain players are going to get that respect uh, no matter what se- type of season they're having. So mm. got to get used to it, but. Just and
1: that's just something about the media. They're mm-hmm. always going to be trying to find something to hold on to mm-hmm. that goes against. It's funny to say this being like touting LeBron as the as the front runner for the MVP is going against the grain. But that's going against the logical grain. But that still means that that's still something that people are going to pick up and jump mm-hmm. on you with or jump with you. Yeah. And that's what that's what uh, people like Perkins and others who continue mm-hmm. to sit there and say, "Yeah, there's your MVP." You know, they're they're banging that drum, and mm-hmm. that's I. Uh, it sucks. You're yeah. absolutely right. It sucks. It uh, we'll sucks. the fan. Like the MVP it's, in my opinion at like, this point.
0: Like yeah,
1: yeah. Jokic is two, but and like it's it's a number one seed and this isn't a number mm-hmm. or, this isn't a team where they have you know he's had AD like LeBron's had AD for most of the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. guess what? It's a lot easier well, to go out
0: and be awesome when you in have. The last AD. five games he hasn't, which would have been r- should be really good for his stats MVP, and uh, MVP mm-hmm. uh, narrative. Guess what? Their record is without AD. Oh five, one and four. One and four. Yep. Oh right, they, didn't win they, win they win. just Sorry. blew a seventeen point lead against the Washington Wizards, who are a thirteen seed in the East.
1: Yeah. Whereas the like Simmons, yeah, Simmons is a really good number two. Mm-hmm. He's not a number two the level of AD.
0: No. No. And it, sorry. I'm, I am to the point, AD's not the number two. Well, sorry. He's not. Oh, and no, no, no. A oh, I see. AD the is the yeah. number one.
1: No, man. no, no. I completely agree. Yeah. And Simmons is a very limited two, as mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So, yep. what he can do, he can do better than damn near anybody else in the game.
0: When but he, what he can do is not when, that When much. he realizes how unstoppable he is going downhill and just does that, he will be one of the most unstoppable players in the game. Mm-hmm. Once Giannis realizes that... Mm. That's when we had the last couple years of Giannis where he won back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. Simmons is just as good driving to the basket as Giannis. He just hasn't realized that sometimes just put your head down and drive and don't look for the shooter outside. If you want to be the guy, be the guy. Mm. And prove it on the court. And obviously the narrative about his shooting ability is is the huge thing. But... Mm. If you you can mask that, if you're unstoppable driving, and Giannis has proven that, yeah, yeah, it's hard to stop a six foot ten and plus guy. He just he
1: he just never. He's just the fact that they wanted him to be a point guard. It's like, yeah, he can't shoot. Yeah, your point guard has to shoot. Mm-hmm. Like it just it ha- it's he's, there's not a, there's there's not a lot of like surefire mm-hmm. slam dunk facts about
0: basketball. Your point guard needs to be able to shoot. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Absolutely. This is in the 80s, 70s. Yeah. You, you have, to, have to be able to space the four. I guess that. we went in there and figured out, Doc Rivers, there he is. Hey, made it happen. I'm going to bring in my son-in-law. He's going to run the point. <laughs> it's South Korea. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sorry, because that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry, because Doc got to go from coaching the guy who cheated on his, his daughter to the guy who married his daughter.
2: So, All right. So for him.
0: Who cheated on his daughter? Paul George with a stripper. Yeah. I did not know that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big narrative about last year in that locker room was I don't think Doc ever liked uh,
2: Paul George.
1: I can't say that I blame him. Yay, beer delivery. Beer deliveries.
0: Thanks, Haley.
2: You're Yay. Um, Haley for MVP at Taps. Mm-hmm. Haley for MVP at Taps. Well, oh, it's not Eddie. <laughs> no. He had his time in the Sun yesterday, <laughs> last year. Yeah, he's like the
0: third best. <laughs> third best server here now, at least. This is,
1: this is, I don't know if Eddie actually watches this, but this will be the random one where he does watch this. he be like,
0: <laughs> oh, man, they're doing pretty we'll text.
1: Hey, hey! What the hell is this about? Why am oh. I getting shit it on?
0: <laughs> uh, so of those five teams I named, who do you guys think are the, has the best chance of turning it around and actually making like it around? I Denver. think so, too. I think so too. It's, even with Boston being in their own standings ahead of where Denver is, uh, I just think they're still a little bit too young, and yeah, they just haven't found their identity post Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, Denver. Like I said, I think they'll end up in the top four. I think Boston maybe ends up in the top four. I just don't see them going on a run.
2: A run. On, like the I same way. I see them being way. a little bit of a uh, bottom seed that turns heads in the tournament or in, in the uh, in the playoffs. Just because I, I feel like they. I don't be, think they'll be a
0: bottom seed. Their like their health is coming. Coming quick. back. Yeah. yeah, Marcus Smart should be back within a week or so, and. That team is ten Langford. times different with
2: Marcus Smart on the floor. A lot of teams would the be collapse. ten times different
1: with Marcus Smart on the floor.
0: The yeah. the collapse the other day. He's just. Uh, that against, kind of, he's a glue guy. Yeah, against the Pelicans, doesn't happen. Yeah. If Marcus Smart's there. Yeah, uh, one of the most disrespected if he's not on your team players in the league, but Marcus Smart keeps the. Keeps that team going.
1: He's a guy. Yeah, he's a guy who takes them from a, coll- a talented collection of players into a championship level team. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Th- they need to figure out the like Kemba's putting it together, but uh, Marcus Smart being back is like seeing them all together. It's like the top five players on that team have played a total of 21 minutes together. So not writing it off. I just think this is a team that's going to be fun until the end, but their end is going to come sooner than preseason, what we maybe thought. Uh, but Denver, the, when they're going, they're, their shooting is ridiculous, and Jokic is incredible. Helps having a player play at an MVP level for now two and a half years, mm-hmm. about. like He could have been the MVP last year, and a lot of people were been mm-hmm. playing twice about it. But that's the NBA. Uh, All-star game's coming up. We will probably not watch it. I'll probably watch some of I'll it. I'll probably actually. watch a little bit of it. You know, if they do, yeah, happens. yeah. But I'm interested more interested to see any pretty much any given year who they put in the three point and dunk contest. Those are those are my key watches yep. for All-Star weekend for them.
1: Yeah. Uh, just like the der- just like talking the home run derby. Yeah, it's yeah. just some of the some of the side events that are more
0: entertaining, mm-hmm. so. Uh Ty, I know there's something with hockey that you want uh, to touch real
1: on. quick, develop the on the, the Tiger Woods story just got a text saying that he suffered multiple leg injuries and is currently in surgery.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. No good. That's, that's not good. Not good at all. Which uh, are obviously the best with that. But. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's just like we said, golf is better with him there. And it's just, it would it, like I said, when it, we don't, we'd like to obviously be that like, oh, cool, this is really, this is awesome breaking that just came through on the screen. But it sucks when it's something like that. You know, like you, you don't want to stop conversation, great, and then you're just like, oh, hey, by the way, all time great car wreck. Uh, you know, jaws of the life had to peel them out, and then now it's in surgery with you know probably multiple legs.
1: And people can say what they want about multiple what happened with him a decade ago, involving his wife and and yeah. his his affairs and the drunk driving. Driver. All the all the other yeah. stuff that happened with him, but that doesn't change the fact that he's a man. He made his mistakes, and obviously nobody wishes anything like this. Like we, we again, golf is at its best when Tiger Woods is out mm. there. Mm-hmm. and he's a generational talent a guy who was the most popular he if you look at the last 25 years he probably is among those two or three names that would be the most popular athletes of probably that sure. era if not the top mm-hmm. and so yeah really really hoping that this
2: isn't as serious as it sounds
1: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. uh yeah so we wish uh, we definitely wish him all the best mm-hmm. um 100% uh, the thing I kind of wanted to do in hockey is uh, – I mean, it's, it's definitely – it's been a fun season so far, uh, but they're definitely – Loved is... the Tahoe thing. Yeah. That was so cool what they did over the weekend, even though the – it
1: didn't work <laughs> the out the way they hoped. Delay. Yeah, well, yeah, it <laughs> turns out that sun melts ice, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. that even with the, the, the temperatures, it's still the, – the sunshiny days out there in Tahoe still – But the fact that they, they had the balls to try. Messing it, Messing up. Oh, awesome. and the sights were gorgeous. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? You yeah. know how much fun that would have been to be playing a hockey game and you got – Lake Tahoe, literally about 30 feet away from you. Like that, just the sights itself were gorgeous and the fact Mm -hmm. that the NHL in such a a crappy season, and that's one thing that the NHL has done so well that they can do that other leagues can't do is their their the classics, the winter classics that they do Mm -hmm. on New Year's when they play in an outdoor football stadium. And to do this in light of that, something that's different, something that's off the wall, something that they'll probably never get to do again, Mm -hmm. never gotten to do before. And I, I applaud the NHL for doing it. And, again, mm-hmm. it, was, yeah, it wasn't yeah, it was executed as well as they would have liked to. Right. Turns out Mother
2: Nature is a bitch sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's just funny because that's what happens with the, the uh, outdoor games. And they love it because it is that narrative to it. Um, speaking of that, I went to a Winter Classic. Uh, yeah. I went to the uh, Maple Leafs Red Wings in uh, uh, Michigan Stadium in uh, the big house. Uh, and it was one of those things as well. There was a blizzard and it was negative 14 degrees. Yeah, that's just you know? awesome. And, yeah, and we were out there the <laughs> whole time. And, like, they would, like, my dad ordered me a beer and they put a spoon in it and they put a spoon in it. Cause by the time you got back to your seat, you had to just keep stirring it because it was a beer slushy. Cause it froze by the time like you basically got it. So they're like all beer gets served with a spoon. That's just what it is today. You know, it's beer slushy. It's going to freeze. It's whatever. But and there's the,
1: been, there's been some, some really cool winter classics too. I mean, I know yeah. they've done them in Chicago. They've done, you yeah. obviously at Michigan, they did one in Pittsburgh. Yeah. In the one Philadelphia. in Pittsburgh
2: was arguably, and that's what they were trying to recreate this year was mm-hmm. it was very scenic, um, the blue jerseys, I'm assuming you're talking about that year. Yep. Um, the blue jerseys, and it was just, like, these big, massive snowflakes on camera. And it's, like, what you think pond hockey is. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, and that's why, and that's also why I credit that to being the decline of the, the all-star game is because hockey is now more based off of, like, what are the outdoor games going to be? Yeah. What's the winter classic? What's the outdoor series? Like, where are we looking at? You know, mm-hmm. And Tahoe was great. Like I said, the visuals and everything was great. It's just the fact that Mother Nature was not on their side. Yeah, and the sun came out and melted the ice. That's Nine serious. hour break in between a period. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nine hour break.
1: But that was a cool thing that the NHL did. Unfortunately, there sometimes comes politics into sports, mm-hmm. and that seems to be something that is occurring right now to a star in the NHL.
2: Yeah, this is a, and it's not. It's honestly not even tied into the NHL itself. It's just tied into country-based and country player, um, the player from that country. Basically, uh, Panarin, uh, which was, who finished, like, third in the Hart uh, Trophy race last star year. Star for the New York Rangers. Yeah, star for the New York Rangers. Young kid, but still, you know, he's, he's you know, the heart and soul of that team currently right now. Um, he's taken a leave of absence from the team uh, to address uh, issues that have been coming of alleged assault uh, on an 18-year-old girl um, years ago. Um, his coach, is or the the coach of the the minor league ho- of the hockey team that he coaches, the one that was um, that's kind of pushing it. And basically, what ends up happening is, uh, if you want the short story of it, uh, Panarin came out in support of the opposite leader of Alexei Put- Navalny. Navalny. He yep, came in the support n- of the is little, the name of the other yeah, opposition yeah. leader. Yeah, and so he's in support of uh, Navalny and. In being support of Volney, there has been multiple threats, and um, this uh, assault looks like a smear campaign, basically against. Uh, yeah, so Aaron.
1: they're saying yeah, it was something that happened when he was in when he was on this club team in Russia in 2011, right. mm-hmm. and his coach from that team, who was a former NHL player, considered to be one of the first, maybe the first and only Russian Russian born goon in the NHL, an awesome term and an awesome jersey that. Uh, tie was wearing last week for Doug Glatt from the movie Goon. Yeah, but basically those are the the enforcers in hockey. The guys that come out is like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna mess with my boy, I'm gonna light you up. Like, right. that's it's literally a job in hockey, or at least it used to be. But
2: um, still, to a
1: small small to a small extent, yeah. Uh, but so this coach, who that's what his name was, Andre Nazarov, mm. and he said that uh, Panarin had assaulted this 18-year-old girl in 2011 after a road game for them in Latvia and that he then paid her 40,000 euros for her to keep quiet. There is no police record of this. Nobody in the hotel remembers this. There is no woman that has claimed coming any forward. knowledge of this happening. Yeah. None of the teammates have are, are uh, corroborating mm. with this story. There is literally nothing supporting what this coach is coming out and saying. Mm. Uh,
2: And it it literally just does appear to be a smear campaign. Um, When politics and sports meet, they obviously can go one of two ways. Um, The Black Lives Matter movement in the NBA um, was really nicely done and all that stuff. And sometimes we do take for granted that in this area, in, in, in our country, we are allowed to speak out against. Uh, things like this, but like and, when it when it happens in the opposite forms, uh, we'll get into Aeneas Cantor, um, and then we'll also get into like, like you know Panarin. But like when like it comes we at, see we the see like nature and we
1: see tr- out. you know we would see Trump come out and be like, well, you're not coming to the White House to you know yeah. the championship winning teams. Like, we and a lot really of them is. were saying when they weren't coming to the White House in the first place. Yeah. And so right. fine, we didn't. Then your unvi- your invitation is, and is taken back. That. And so yeah, mm. but. It's not like Trump was all of a sudden you're going to see, you know, a team of Secret Service agents popping up in your house. Yeah. And put it randomly, on yeah, And, right. yeah. And so this is something where it's, this is different. Yeah. Like, it's, and, uh, this Panarin, is really scary.
2: For the most part, his immediate family, like his wife and I'm uh, pretty sure his kids are obviously all stateside right now. Um, it's but his, his grandparents that, are, that yeah. are over in Russia. His grandparents are over Europe. in Russia, and he's worried about his family because there is definitely threats on his life, threats on his, on his family's life and people that are important to him mm-hmm. just because he spoke out against the, the the current leader. And for this coach
1: who is trying to – and I, I, I appreciate Ty for bringing this story up before the show in the first place, and I started doing a little bit of research. This coach who is making the accusations against uh, Panarin is – he's not just – oh, this is just a former coach, so clearly he's got some credibility. No, this guy is – he has been known to he has attacked fans with hockey sticks. Mm-hmm. He's put a team doctor in the hospital, yep. and that's just a couple of the incidents that are documented of things that he's done. Uh, he's called for players that criticize Putin for Russian players, to be shot whether in the NHL or not. He has called for them to be jailed, and now when you have there's there's literally no record. There is nothing mm. to support this claims that he's making. And then when you look at all these other things that he says that he's
2: tried to get Russian players jailed. Huh. I, I I think you can kind of connect the dots there, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's and normally whenever this comes out, obviously there's like so, and I'm, we're not trying to turn a blind eye toward domestic violence or abuse or um, assault or anything like that because that is not who we are. And and people, here and we especially are, we man, see it we see it in the states where yeah. you have to take it seriously. You right. have to an and investigation we, has to follow. But yeah, we do take and we do take that thing seriously. But you also have to take account how do teams react to it. And so when the team immediately reacts to um, the Kareem Hunt situation, player on leave, figure something out, player starts an investigation, they have their, their own team investigation, it's, player gets let go.
1: It's scary because it can be a weapon to be wielded, whereas it mm. should be something yeah. to be used as a shield to protect women, to protect people that can be taken advantage of right. by athletes due to their their higher status. not not higher status, but due to the status that they are afforded, because of their profession and due to the resources that they have to get themselves out of trouble, that it should be this, these laws should be a shield against protect women. But instead they can be used as a weapon against players Mm -hmm. and against athletes and celebrities and other situations. And
2: this definitely seems
1: like this is one of those situations.
2: And the best part about it is like normally, obviously teams are like, Hey, you're on leave. You're this, you're that they're like, they completely disassociate with the player. And they're like, you are on your own now until we figure out what's happening, which in most cases needs to happen. The Rangers came out, and they say they are in full support of Panarin right now because they believe it as much as a smear campaign as it is showing right now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like if we find out completely differently within the next week, because obviously this is all still unfolding, and it's been unfolding for a couple weeks now. If I mean, I will gladly come on the show and apologize because yeah. obviously we've, we found out something completely different. But just because of a player's political beliefs, especially involving other things, it doesn't warrant – threats and violence and safe against their safety and their family's safety because of them speaking out or even just in other cases where it's like they just act against or there's like something bad that happens. Like the, the threat on that one on the soccer player's life that accidentally kicked his own goal in, in like the world cup and all that stuff like stuff like that. You mean who got killed? Yeah. Yeah, The, the Escobar. Yeah. And then, Andres uh, Escobar. Uh, going into, and I don't know much about this issue, so you guys feel free to chime in on this one as well. But the Aeneas Cantor, I like, mean, he's from Turkey. I know he's actively spoken out against the government, and he won't even travel because not even to Canada. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He he fears that they'll they'll send people to these countries where they're they don't have basically restrictions, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, basically kidnap him and take him back to the country uh, to Turkey mm-hmm. and face whatever it is he would face
1: here in the States, we might just kind of snicker and laugh at that. Be like, seriously, that's what you're afraid of. But no, it's, this isn't, this isn't where, you know, the things that, that so many of the athletes that are outspoken against political leaders mm-hmm. and where so many people just say, Hey, shut up and dribble the ball or something mm-hmm. like that, that it's, it's dumb people that have, you know, dumb and honest people on social media that can come out and say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In this situation with some of these, some of these people in power in overseas in different countries, they legitimately have people following them that will go out and kill you. Like, and Enos Cantor, and and this is the thing, is Enos Cantor uh, and Panarin, they may not be huge names here in the States. I mean, Panarin's a huge NHL star, but Cantor may not be, he's not even a top 100 NBA player, Mm. but that doesn't mean that he's not a huge name in Turkey where he's from. And so when you've got a player in Turkey going over and making his career overseas, he's one of the biggest celebrities in his country and he's speaking out against the current well, regime,
0: yeah this and they, they had his dad in jail for a what long he was time in, yeah. because of his yes, pilot. so yeah. they, he was just released last year this is something so. that this something so
1: Panarin's concerns and why the Rangers are more than more than willing to give him some time off mm-hmm. to to get these things sorted out This it's completely founded yeah. yeah like there's there's no reason there's there's no shenanigans here like this is this is a legitimate threat yeah. and People downplay sometimes, oh, well, you know, oh, Mother Russia, things
2: to be scared of. Mm-hmm. No, there's still shady stuff going on right. over there. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, I mean, obviously there's shady stuff happening with, like, a lot with a lot of countries and all that stuff. But like I said, at the, at the end of the day, like, we get to voice our opinions. We get to voice what we want and talk about these different things. Like, I can't imagine um, being in fear for my life and my family's life just because I have an opinion.
1: And Putin's, right. Putin himself is a scary guy. Like, right. he yeah. might not be the biggest, most physically imposing guy, but we're talking about a man who – he possesses one of Robert Kraft's Super Bowl rings basically because he, Kraft let him wear it. He thought it was cool, and he kept it. And Kraft was intimidated enough not to seek the ring back.
0: That's like, insane.
1: That, yes, that is insane. We're talking insane. about Kraft, who is one of the richest men in the United States, yeah. who mm-hmm. is honestly one of the most powerful men in the United States outside of politics. Mm-hmm. And you're intimidated enough by this guy – who you're you're seen as his guest overseas that you're not going to seek back your super ring. and this is this was before he went and you know now that that bob craft has six rings i think this is when they still only had the three mm. and so one like, of yeah, I keep that. sure i don't you know <laughs> i can just have another one made don't worry about it like yeah. did, you, did you say six and that's the guy <laughs> 7 7 no uh, Bob oh. Kraft, oh, no, Robert Sorry. Kraft. Yeah, I'm thanks, guys. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> consider that. Consider that. Six. Oh Six. Yeah, you're right. Six. 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 It's Brady though. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's. Tommy's got a seven now. <laughs> um, but
0: damn it. <laughs> not damn it on Robert Kraft not having another ring. But... No, but that's yeah, that just goes <laughs> damn to show is Putin like that's Putin, ring. that is Putin who that is Putin who is that okay,
1: intimidating. Is. Yeah. And then that's Putin, the guy, the public face who is intimidating. Can you just imagine some of the thugs that work underneath them? I mean, there's, there's literally killers that are that are right
0: there in his inner circle. The mm-hmm. Russian mafia man, it's is no joke. And yeah, yeah. If you're not scared of that, like, I I don't blame the Rangers just because it involves the Russian government for being like, yeah, we'll let this play out. How about that?
2: Like, it's, yeah, that's that's it, awful. It's just, uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a black eye in the politics part of sports mm-hmm. and things that we don't like to dive into. Um, because it's so difficult to cover. Uh, so not not difficult to. cover. I, d- I don't even know what words I'm looking for on this one, but it's just so hard to like cover, especially when you think about different like the ways that this could play out, and you're just like, when you have smear to, campaign or you have
0: to factor in there's yeah. there. It's probably Like with, I know with the Cantor situation, and I imagine with that that there. When it comes to the players, especially with hockey having so many mm. Russian players, it is probably a. Split. ideology. yeah, so there's probably players that are in support of Putin and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like just like in in Cantor's situation, there's players in the NBA that are Turkish that don't speak to him mm-hmm. when he's on the court because mm-hmm. they are in support of that leader, and there's probably some that out of fear, support publicly yeah. mm-hmm. those leaders and, and they don't want to yeah they don't want to be, yeah, they can't want to be associate viewed with yep. you right because you're like look what's happened to your family, I don't want that to happen to my family exactly. Like, so that's that's something that as Americans we don't realize like is a reality for mm-hmm. foreign-born athletes. Like right. they do deal with a whole other side of their lives that may not be as bright and shiny, perfect yeah. as it is here in America with some of the stuff that we go through.
1: And I'm also gonna say on that note is how scary that is in a situation where somebody who somebody who is is going against the current regime and trying to to defeat them, trying to win mm-hmm. and and become the the party in charge and become the people in charge is this is something where we see life and death situations like we we're actually seeing like some scary stuff on that front yep. here in america like we don't need to become that and when you see how much hatred people who supported either biden or trump got on either side and i'm mm-hmm. sorry to go political for a second but mm-hmm. it is it is something that needs it needs to be said is there was so much hatred and venom flung towards people who went on whether and it was both sides were guilty of it you know trump supporters were coming out and showing so much vitriol to biden supporters and biden supporters were doing the same to trump supporters Mm -hmm. like politics are intense i understand it's what's it's it's the future of this country and it has to do with the future of this country and where where the direction of this country is, is headed but for hell for heaven's sake people like stop showing so much hatred to one another just because you believe in this politician or believe in that politician or else we are headed down a road in which what we see now as holy shit, this is crazy what's happening in Russia. That could be the direction we're headed, the road that we're headed down right now. Mm -hmm. Like cut it out, just show a little bit more empathy with, uh, with one another. Mm -hmm. Just show, just, just have a little bit more understanding goes miles and miles in this world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Back yep. off my soapbox. Yeah, you're no, good. It, um, it's something that need to be mentioned. Like for sure. it's just,
1: like I and said, that's not. And that's not me saying in support of one one yeah. politician no. or another. That's that's just straight up saying just be more willing to listen to the other side. Yeah.
2: Yes. we've lost the ability to, to hello, from the side, yeah. hello from the other
1: side on both sides. Hello from the other side.
0: And with that, uh, that's all we have for today. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, I was uh, let's see the guy I who called Carson with right here.
1: he didn't call that. Nailed it. Tell you uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm actually proud of that or if I'm just like, damn it, Andy, what were you thinking? Yeah, uh, little... we'll to talk to about win trade next week. Yeah, yeah two, two
0: to three. Well, could be, could be uh, two twos. No, it could the second rounder could turn into a first. Oh, also if he plays seventy five percent of the snaps. Shout so no out to teams. Michael Pittman
2: for being like, can't have my jersey number, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's
0: not like Pittman was actually like, like,
1: like fond of that number. He wore a different number in college, and he wore a different number when he started in the NFL. So he No, know.
0: Nah, I'm pretty. I like this number now, oh. so, and I like the the quote that I saw that said Carson Wentz basically said, "Yeah, no, I was gonna choose something else anyways." I'm like, that just sounds like a guy that's like. Oh. Damn it. I don't want to sound like an idiot, though. <laughs> but I wanted my well, it, it's cool. It's it, yeah. I mean, it was it's not issue. It fits, fits you better anyway. Not throwing
1: to you this year, Michael.
0: Yeah, Michael Pittman <laughs> is not getting targeted very often. Michael Pittman, Ty- Michael Pittman, trending downward. <laughs> Did you say Michael Pittman? Michael
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's big. Tip, the man. corpse of Ty Hilton, on the other <laughs> hand. Oh yeah. Well, if he resigns, actually, I think he might be a free agent.
2: He's uh, unrestricted. unrestricted. Yeah. So
1: never mind. Yeah. Michael Pittman still trending downward.
0: Tune in to us for more free agent. That, for uh, I was going to say that's uh, our things. only NFL talk of yeah, the week. It, so. we'll, we'll probably talk we more. Go us a whole show with less than like a minute of, of NFL. A minute a bit. Mm. I can't talk. And that was game. basically mm-hmm.
1: me just talking shit because I was right. Yeah.
0: Let's yeah. do this. It's next my fault. And I win. It is Duncan's fault. Okay.
1: Yes. Thanks for tuning yes. in. Yes. See you next week. Yes.
0: <laughs> go Royals. <laughs>
1: We saved serious cash with our Progressive Home and Auto Bundle and used the money to buy a new
0: boat. Who's ready to water ski? (laughs) This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough for a new boat. They'll probably spend it on rent or gas money or maybe one of those little plastic waiting pools for the yard. Oh Ahoy there! Is what the captain might say on the toy boat in your waiting pool. Progressive Casualty
2: Insurance Company and Affiliates. 911, what's your emergency? Uh,
0: una camioneta. Una camioneta que se cruzan las vías. Y el tren. Ay, Dios mío.
2: Señora, ¿me estás diciendo que un tren le pego a una camioneta?
0: sí. Que no puedes saber a qué velocidad viene un tren. Por eso están los señalamientos de advertencia. Obedécelos. Alto. El tren no para. Mensaje de necha